Hey guys, welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the podcast where we discuss our favorite reality TV shows and our fave celeb gossip. I'm your host, Ginger Booker. You can find me on Instagram at Guilty Pleasure Pod. As always, I request if you are enjoying the podcast, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. I really appreciate it. Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Long time no chat. There is just so much going on lately that I had to hop on here and do a little debrief. So first, and what I think is you know, the most important news <laughs> is um, going on with Britney Spears. So um, she did come out with a new song with Elton John. And it's her first single released since she's been out of her conservatorship. So that's why it was such big news. And, you know, everyone's just so happy for her that she is able to get back into the studio and record something and actually enjoy it. And assuming that since she's no longer under the conservatorship, her father and her family and her conservators um, will not profit from anything she makes off of this song that, you know, it'll just go directly to her. So, so, so happy for her. It ended up being um, a remix of Elton John's Tiny Dancer that her and Elton seemed to work on together. One thing I thought was interesting was that there's no like photos or videos of them working together. I'm wondering if maybe Britney's like working on coming out with another project, maybe her own documentary about what's going on. I know that we already know that she's um, writing the book about it. And that's actually why um, a lot of her Instagram posts get taken down, I believe, is because she has this book deal. And every once in a while, she kind of goes on these rants on Instagram about what went on during her conservatorship. And I'm sure her publicist, um, you know, and the, the book company, whichever company she's with, you know, is calling her tick saying, she needs to take that post down. Like people aren't going to buy the book if she just gives the whole story away for free. So anyway, I thought it was interesting that this song came out and there's no photos of her and Elton together, like working on the song or, you know, no promo like that. Um, Of course they didn't need it. I think the song was like the top of the charts for several days in a row. It had really, really good feedback. It's a great song. I don't even consider myself like an Elton John fan. I'm just like not really of that 80s era, but I love the song. They did good on the remix. And Britney's voice sounds so good. And that was another thing. If you've been into this free Britney movement from, you know, the last few years, she says that like they didn't let her um, sing the way she wanted to sing and that they didn't really use her real voice. They really just auto-tune the crap out of it or they made her sing differently than she wanted to sing and it sounds like in this new song she actually gets to sing the way she wants to her voice is a little deeper 
um, than what we're used to. And you can hear that on this new song. You know, it's not um, that high pitched, you know, poppy voice um, that they pushed and pushed and pushed for years. So that's uh, really good news for her. And just, you know, a good sign that she must be doing well enough to to get in the studio again. Um, so that happened. It was really cute. Um, her husband was posting about it a lot, supporting her, you know, saying that he's playing the song all night long. So that was really cool to see him show support in that way. So that happened. And then the latest news is that she released, it was about 20 minutes of video, but it was only audio. There was no video, um, but it was on YouTube. And it was her just kind of venting for about 20 minutes about things that happen in the conservatorship. Honestly, it was nothing new that we don't already know, especially if you listen to her um, discussing the conservatorship in, um, in court. If you've already heard and read about that, then you didn't really learn anything new here. But again, it's just so sad to hear her, you know, speak about it in her own voice, in her own words. And it's just sad, really. Um, she goes to tell us that, you know, her her dad was behind it all, but her mom helped facilitate it with the dad. And she doesn't say Lou Taylor's name, but she does say this lady, you know, gave my dad the idea that they could do this to me. And so they did. So she alludes to Lou Taylor a lot in there. Um, and she just says that she was just so scared of what they would do to her because they would, um, her dad would tell her like, you know, if you don't do this and you don't do that, if you don't cooperate, um, every little thing in her life that they controlled, even down to, you know, certain dance moves that she was like, I don't want to do this dance move right here in this, sh in the show. He would say, nope, you're going to do it. If you don't do it, um, I'm going to sue you and we're all going to sue you and no one's going to believe what you say. And we have more power than you do. And something to know is I'm sure, you know, because the whole time uh, through this Free Britney movement, you know, so many people that didn't believe were saying, you know, well, how could this happen? How could Britney Spears not believe that she ha she doesn't have power, you know? Um, and it is very interesting that she, she gave up so much of her power. But I think one of the things that we have to remember is that this was her father doing this to her, her father and her mother. Like, th those are the people that you know, you trust the most and for them to manipulate her in this way, it's just so psychologically fucked up that it's just so sad, you know, like you have to kind of think of it like that. It's not like it, it was just someone, a stranger telling her, you know, threat, making these threats to her. It was her own mother and father and the, her whole, her entire family went along with it because they were all benefiting from it. So I don't know. They just had her in such a messed up mental space um, that I'm sure it's going to take a long time for her to recover from. So she posted this, this audio clip on YouTube. I think it was up for about an hour before it got taken down. 
Um, of course, people that heard it, there's several free Britney accounts um, on Instagram and stuff that recorded it. And that's how I heard, I heard it. I didn't hear it um, from her original account. I was too late. But um, yeah, if you wanted to hear it, you could definitely find it. It's out there. Um, but it's just, again, it's like nothing new, but it's just kind of sad. <laughs> she does also mention the Free Britney movement. And she says, you know, it was crazy to me that there are people on the streets, you know, yelling for my freedom, marching and yelling for my freedom. But my own family is doing nothing and just going along with this and just reaping the rewards of her success. You know, she mentioned that like they're at her beach house while she's locked away in a facility. It sounds like that was those times were kind of the toughest for her when they would like put her away in a facility for a while. She also mentions that when uh, they canceled, I believe it was her Vegas tour, one of the legs of her Vegas tour, because I think she did that for four years. They, you know, announced that her dad was wasn't doing well. And so she had to take some time off. She straight up said, that's what they made me say. But, you know, they they locked me up in a facility and my fans knew. She was like, my fans knew my heart and that something wasn't right. And that's when it really started gaining momentum, you know, the the movement. So if anything, it was really cool to hear her kind of validate the movement again, although she already has before. But it's like, you know, she uh, she's been through a lot. <laughs> she has been through a lot. And I just hope that um, she's able to heal and and make music again and perform again if she wants to. Because it looks like she, re- like she really just truly, genuinely loves to sing and dance. I don't know if she wants to be on stage again. I don't blame her. But you can see, like, she's posting her little dancing videos on Instagram all day long. Like, she, that's the joy in her life. Oh, the other thing that happened was um, the drama with Kevin Federline, her ex and her baby daddy, how he posted that video. I'm not sure if it was video or audio. I just ended up hearing the audio clip of it. But it was a video that was secretly recorded by her sons of her yelling at them Um just disciplining them. You can tell they're being little shits and she's like disciplining them, telling them uh, actually, I think all she was doing was like telling them that their phone's going to be taken away. Something like, so, um, you know, not a big deal, very general, (laughs) like disciplining for teenagers. And he released that thinking that it was going to be something that was going to get the public on his side And it was just so cringy and I only saw like bad, you know, um, backlash from it. Everyone was just like, wow, he's so freaking stupid. What an idiot. Like no one, he didn't gain sympathy from anyone. And you know what? I mean, I know her, her boys are, are young, but it kind of showed like, look at how much Kevin Federline has manipulated them to, you know, all day long. They're probably hearing your mom is crazy. Your mom needs help, this and that. And it's just really sad that they they fucked her life up that much that, you know, her kids don't want to be around her. They believe these lies about her all because she was she's paying him like I'm sure tens and thousands, tens of thousands in child support each month. The next thing 
that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Let me touch on Beverly Hills. So there was no new episode last week. And it's so funny. Everyone on the internet's like, thank God. We need a break from this shit. But the controversy that's going on, um, which if you're a Housewives fan, you already know by now. But it's the, the spam bot comments that were going on on Jax's account, which Jax is Garcelle's son, who I think is a teenager. And they started getting really mean and really nasty. And um, they started getting racist as well. So, and it was so many uh, in such a short period of time that, you know, people on the internet are such good little sleuths that they figured out like, okay, these are like bots that are someone paid for and said, you know, go spam this boy's account and say this or whatever. Because it's not, it wasn't just like the regular fans that, you know, had something to say. Because usually fans aren't really commenting on um, Jax's account or most of the kids account unless there was something going on with the kids in that in a recent episode which Jax was um in that kind of controversy with Erica but I don't know that's already that was like a few weeks ago so I'm not sure if it's related but now the big question is okay well who paid for these spam bot comments and of course, the internet's like it's Diana Jenkins or it's Lisa Rinna or it's Erica. And so, you know, that theory is being thrown out a lot. Erica, <laughs> she has been, she's just so stupid. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Someone mentioned on their podcast the other day, um, I forget who it was, but they said, you know, Erica could have really came out a hero with all of her own personal controversy that's gone on. She could have said, oh, my goodness, I had no idea, you know, that Tom stole this money from these poor, innocent people. And you know what? Let me sell all my belongings and donate the money to them. Or let me, like, at least start a freaking GoFundMe or something. I don't know. I guess that, you know, she can't in certain ways because she doesn't want to implicate herself or take any responsibility because of the legal bullshit. But she still could have done more instead of just, you know, going on the defense so hard. And now she just seems like a cruel witch. And it it just wasn't a smart move. Anyways, I brought that up because it just reminded me of what she's doing with this, like, her response to these bots and people accusing her, you know, someone commented, oh, um, no one, you know, defended your son when everyone was coming after him because he was a cop a couple years ago. Supposedly, you know, I don't know if people were leaving comments on her son's account or her account um, regarding her son being a cop during all of the controversy that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, but I'm like, what? <laughs> she, so Erica decides to like post that comment and go, yep. As if like, she's, you know, some victim in this. First of all, her son is a grown man. Jax is a teenager. And they, I mean, the two just don't even compare. 
<laughs> so it just kind of goes to show like Erica is, um, you know, like a sociopath. She can literally not, she has like blinders on and she can only think of herself. She literally cannot see in any other direction. She cannot see like anyone else's point of view. So I don't know. I think her approval rating is really tanking. I don't, I don't think anybody likes her anymore. And that's kind of what's going on. No one ever liked Diana, I don't think. From the beginning, everyone was like, ugh, she sucks. So we don't really care. But with Lisa Rinna, now, um, just within the last day or two, everyone is speculating that she may not be returning next season. That she may not be asked to return next season. Um, and that will be a big shakeup, which people have talked about that for the last, you know, couple of seasons. Like, why is Rena still on? Why is Rena still on? But some people still love her because she does bring the drama. But now it's her drama just seems too contrived, in my opinion. And so to me, I don't even really consider that drama. I'm like, your drama is so fake. Like, you know, people are talking about the drama that she caused at, um, her little wine tasting party, everyone's like, okay, that, uh, that she had to like start yelling and getting crazy just to make sure that Bravo would air her wine tasting party because she wants the free like advertising for her new wine, Rena Rose. <laughs> so she's going to make sure that a scene happened, you know, out of thin air. She starts yelling at Sutton. And it's just so obvious now that that's all she does over and over and over again. And it's not fun to watch. So I really don't want her on next season, but I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. So she did say, because Bravo posted um, a statement condemning, you know, the, the comments that were being left on Jax's page and just saying, you know, we condemn this and that. And all of the housewives have reposted it um, on their page. But then Rinna took it down the other day. People were noticing that it's not up on her page anymore. And so then everyone was commenting saying, why did Rinna take it down? Like, that's weird. Why not just leave it up? And she said that she is just not going to post about the show anymore because people's children and husbands are like being threatened. And so she doesn't feel it's like safe to post about the show anymore. To me, that is kind of a sign that um, she may not be returning. I guess she even removed um, like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills out of her Instagram bio. So it's almost like a soft launch for her being canceled off of the show. You could potentially see it that way. So we'll see what happens. I would love a cast shakeup. We don't need Rena. We don't need uh, Diana. And honestly, we don't even need Erica. She really didn't bring shit this season. Her excuse, we haven't really learned more about her um, legal drama because they're like so in the middle of it that she can't really talk about it. So it's kind of like, eh, there's nothing that's been like explosive or, you know, no big drama revealed. We, we've got all that already the last two seasons. So we don't really need anything more from her. She's just kind of annoying. And I hate to even give someone like that more airtime <laughs> because she's such a terrible person. Oh, breaking news. I'm looking at my Instagram feed. Kanye West just posts a picture of 
I don't know, his weird like easy sunglasses that are on a glass table. And then there's other clothes in the background on the floor. And the caption says, Gap held a meeting about me without me? Question mark. So I will be glued to my phone <laughs> for the rest of the day for more context in this. Because I'm sure um, this may be the beginning of of the next shit show. Another weird news story that I just posted about yesterday. I just saw this uh, post from OK Magazine. And it's just two separate pictures side by side. One of Emrata, the other Brad freaking Pitt. And it says, in quotes, he asked her out and she said yes. And I'm just immediately nauseated. (laughs) Because don't you guys remember, was it last week? Let me look it up. I remember I was getting a wax. And all of a sudden, I'm on my phone, you know, browsing, waiting for the girl to come in. And I see an article posted about Angelina Jolie suing the FBI. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I read it all, and it was kind of long. That was two weeks ago, two weeks ago from today, exactly. And I mean, the story was juicy. Some people might already know. I wasn't... um, totally aware. I mean, I've known that their divorce has been going on for years and that it's super tumultuous. And I think he's like struggled with addiction issues and this and that. But from what I've seen, it really hasn't like been anything too crazy outside of like the normal Hollywood lens, you know, like, oh, those big stars, we hear of them in rehab and this and that. But, like, someone as big as Brad Pitt, like, he's really been able to just kind of shake everything off and nothing has really hurt his career. So, you start reading this long article and it says that they had a physical altercation, which I don't have the article in front of me and I can't remember word for word what it said. But I remember thinking, okay, it sounded like It's not like he punched her or um, really beat her up, but he might have, like, shaken her. Um, And then he was just being very, very aggressive. And they were on their freaking private jet. (laughs) They're on their private jet with their kids. I'm not sure if it's all 100 of their kids. You know, they got a bunch. One, uh, the older boy started trying to stick up for his mother, Angelina, And Brad turned his anger toward him. At that point, he got pissed off. And I guess Brad went to hit the older kid, like lunge toward him and was going to start fighting with him. And Angelina jumped in the middle and she got hurt that way. Now, I didn't see like, like she had major injuries or she didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. So that might be why... Um, I didn't hear about it back then. Um, you know, there, it was a, an altercation and she wanted to press charges. And because they were flying in the air, that's why she's suing the FBI because the FBI is the one that had to get involved because they were like in the air. So, you know, it's like the, it's, it's not like one like city's police or one like state's police. 
That's why it had to be the FBI. And so she wanted to press charges. The law enforcement did not end up filing anything against him. Um, Basically, he didn't have any consequences. And so she is now suing the FBI so that she can see the report that they took from the incident because she wants to know the reason that they wrote down as to why the charges weren't pressed or why, you know, he, he never had to face any consequences for the altercation. So, you know, the headline read, Angelina Jolie sues the FBI due to plane incident. And everyone's like, what the heck? This chick is crazy. Now she's suing the FBI. But when you really dig into it, um, there's more to the story. And I mean, she deserves to know what the report says and why nothing was done. That sounds like a very scary situation that she was in. And I feel bad for her. And it's important to note that the kids don't talk to him. That To me, that says something. He seems like kind of a dick to me. I mean, as soon as I get over the fact that he cheated on Jennifer Aniston, then I hear him and Angelina get divorced. I'm like, wow, okay, was it worth it? Then, (laughs) this divorce has been going on for so long, as soon as I forgive him for that, this altercation comes out. And now, hate him again. Good for Jennifer Aniston. She's probably like, dodge that bullet. Thank God she didn't have kids with him. Because poor Angelina has to deal with him for the rest of his life. But oh my gosh, that Shiloh. Is that not the most gorgeous human you've ever seen? I mean, Shiloh really won the lottery in the looks department. She looks just like Angelina and just like a young Brad. It's so crazy. And you know what? Those features just mesh beautifully. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. There's like this video of Shiloh and Angelina. I I don't know if she's like sending her off to college or they're looking at colleges, something along those lines. And they look so cute. They're having so much fun. And then I see another video of, of them like at a concert together. They're like singing in the stands. So it seems like they're really close. I don't know. Just Brad sucks. Hashtag team Angelina, I guess. (laughs) So that's the latest drama on that. Okay, I forgot. I brought this up because of Emrata and Brad. First of all, I like don't ever really believe anything that I see posted like the first time. So I'm not saying that like this is true. It could just be a PR move, as we know, is a popular thing to do get both of their names in the press because Emrata, you know, just recently announced that she filed for a divorce uh, from her husband, Sebastian, who cheated on her. I don't blame her for like going on a date with him, but (laughs) I don't know. It just, I just don't like either one of them, you know, (laughs) I'm not big into Emrata. I don't like her whole fake feminism. I don't like it at all. You can think what you want about that. We just established that Brad sucks. So, uh, I don't know. It just seems so gross to me. It's just so weird. You, you know what? This is what it is. It's the fact that two weeks ago from today, the article comes out about 
um, you know, Angelina suing the FBI. And so then we get to read all about that altercation that happened. And, you know, Brad's totally the bad guy in that situation two weeks ago. And so now today, this magazine, OK Magazine, is posting that Brad is dating Amrata. It's just gross. Like, I don't keep your fucking head down, Brad. Or if you want to be in the press, maybe donate to a charity. <laughs> like, do something positive like that. It just seems so gross to me. So, so gross. So, yeah, that, that pissed me off. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, we got a new um, trailer for Kardashians on Hulu season two. They dropped a new trailer and Pete is nowhere to be found. (laughs) I posted. Oh, did I forget to save the post? You know, I hate that about myself sometimes. I posted this um, article. Yep, I did forget to save it. I posted this article that came out clearly from Pete's camp uh, that said, oh, here it is. <laughs> the comedian is tired of the 41-year-old micromanaging him. Ouch. So it basically kind of alludes that Pete's the one that broke up with Kim. Uh, Kim's kind of having a hard time with it. And it was basically because she's too controlling. She is like trying to like rebrand him and control his image. And like, he's just not into that. And he's not really into playing like the role of her future husband. I just fucking knew it. It's like, why would Pete settle down right now? Like he dated Kim Kardashian. Now anything he does from this point on, he's going to get a higher salary. (laughs) He can charge more for any, anything that he does. This is only making him level up. He's not going to like settle down now. Anyone he wants to date, He can very easily. He has to do even less work than he did before. And so, I mean, smart move on his end. And clearly they weren't a match, you guys, for everyone that's sad about this. I mean, I was sad at first too, but we knew that they were not going to last in the long run. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was just so obvious that at first Kim has to put out that, you know, she wants someone more mature and it's kind of silent from Pete's side for about a week at least. And it's like, eh, you know, I think Pete really did try to just be like, you know, rise above it type of thing. But then she just kept posting stuff about it, um, saying, I think the last thing she said was that she's ready to date um, someone who's older. And he ended up, he finally ended up getting sick of it, you know, like, okay, I'm going to have to say something because this is bullshit. So I don't know. I like people who don't, um, you know, let them control the narrative because so many people do. So when they finally like fight back and say, you know what? Fuck it. I can expose you. I'm all about that. (laughs) I love that shit. So I guess I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do about season two, because I think that was really Kim's plan for her storyline. I think it was going to be all about Pete. And I think that Pete was like, eh, I'm not having that. And I think that contributed to their breakup. So it looks like, I don't know, I would predict that, 
I could see it going either way. I could see them taking him out totally because Kim's embarrassed and she wants everyone to just forget that they even dated. Or I can see them, you know, maybe keeping him in like maybe the first episode, but like you don't really, it's not the focus of it. Um, But I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think they would only do that um, if they absolutely had like no other footage because I feel like Kim's embarrassed. Like now we're seeing her like going out partying and stuff and going on these girls trips, taking shots of tequila and this and that, this and that. And that's not Kim. She doesn't usually do that. So she's like totally on her, um, you know, like single girl shit. I mean, I definitely will be tuning in either way. (laughs) So I think that's coming uh, late September. We will get season two. And I'm predicting that we're going to get Kylie's baby name and Chloe's baby name. No Pete. And I don't think we're going to get any Kanye either sadly 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 so these were the hottest topics that have been you know on my mind recently so just a quick short and sweet episode for you today uh if anyone has any other fun topics that is on their mind you know feel free to shoot me a dm i um you know, always about overanalyzing our favorite pop culture icons. So I think we get a new Beverly Hills episode tonight. Um, depending on how that goes, I may or may not recap because lately the episodes just have not been giving anything. <laughs> the last one was hilarious because of the homeless, not toothless uh, joke with Kathy Hilton. So we'll see what comes tonight. So sorry, but I stopped watching Dubai because it was so boring. (laughs) I'll catch up on it someday. But I'm currently watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm on, I think I'm on season eight because I didn't watch it um, back in the day. So I'm just, you know, I start from season one and I'm catching up. And it is just so freaking good. So I'm like, I cannot waste my time watching boring ass Dubai when I have all these episodes of Atlanta I could enjoy. I hope everyone is having a fabulous week and I will chat with you hopefully sooner rather than later. Alrighty, bye. Thank you for listening to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Hit me up on Instagram at Guilty Pleasure Pod. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are listening to this podcast at. Hope you are enjoying your week so far, and we will chat soon with our next recap or celeb gossip. Have a good one.